The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And we are back on the Buffalo Runners podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Ladies and gentlemen, we are finally past the draft. And, I mean, where where does everything stand? Listen, as much as I want to sit here and analyze every single position group and get into it, guys, I realize I have to take this one week at a time. And by one week at a time, I mean one room at a time. (laughs) And so this week, we're going to be analyzing the running back room, right? Uh, This has been a super hot topic. I mean, James Cook has an aura to him that is one or the other. It's either he is a complete stud or he is an absolute bust. And I, I can't pick in between. Like, there's no way this guy is right in between his, his his the way he carries himself number one seems as though there is a confidence to him I, I don't want to talk about his play yet but just the personality he has as a rookie it's almost like he has the ace in the deck right you ever talk to someone that has that type of factor to them where you may not say they may not say many things they may not give you a ton of insight on who they are but just by the little they say with their words. And you, you can tell their body language is super confident and they're, they're hiding something that's special about them. That's kind of what I feel about James Cook the more and more I keep looking at his interviews and look at his tape and try to match up, okay, what's really going on here, right? And so the first thing I want to do is want to dive into a fact and kind of funnel it down. I'm not going to start up, you know, super, uh, <laughs> you know, high def, I guess you could say. Like, right now, let's start at t- uh, 240, right? And we'll, we'll start building it to 360, 480, 720, and then we'll get to 1080, hopefully 4K. For any of you that don't understand what I'm talking about, I'm talking about resolution for your TV. Okay. <laughs> Just to clarify things, you know, it's going to take some time to really unpack this, so I want you to understand where I'm coming from. So, fun fact, that, you know, top six running backs, right? Number one, we got Jonathan Taylor, second-round pick. Number two, we got Nick Chubb, second-round pick. 
Number three, we got Joe Mixon, second round pick. Number four, which is very interesting to me, Austin Eckler, undrafted Western Colorado. Then number five, Najee Harris, 24th overall in the first round. And this is where this podcast for me, preparing, it got very interesting. At number six, I have Dalvin Cook. (sighs) You can't make this up. Um, And I I took some time to unpack this because I really wanted to cross-reference some things about him. And it's almost as though I, (laughs) I was reading a lot of attributes that I find out of James Cook. Strengths of Dalvin Cook. Check this out. He's explosive. Elusive. Excuse me, elusive. Has moves in the open field to dodge blockers. Tremendous open field runner. Fast. Can break off long runs on any carry. Keyword, any carry. Right? Threat to score on any carry. The Bills do not... let's, Let's pause right there. The Bills do not have that threat at the running back position. And that is something that is separating a lot of teams from the Buffalo Bills. Now, with that being said, (laughs) the Bills have a home run hitter in Josh Allen. But the way to preserve Josh Allen is to not always rely on him to be the home run hitter. As I'm sitting here doing this podcast with an Altuve jersey. (laughs) I know a lot of people aren't Houston Astros fans. I am uh, an adopted one out of my wife's family, and I I hadn't had a baseball team my whole life, honestly. And I'll tell you, it was rough watching some games, right, where you're counting on that one guy (laughs) when the bases are finally loaded to hit the home run, and he doesn't. Sometimes they strike out. If we're going to sit here and say that Josh Allen has never struck out, you're lying. Josh Allen has struck out a couple of times, and, and it was pretty significant. Is that in relation, though, to the offensive line? Yes, but it's still going to fall in his lap, right? It's still going to deter him from being able to win the MVP. Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVPs, Stellar running back, Aaron Jones, right? That's what Josh Allen is missing. And, and, and having a guy that is a has that breakaway speed on a long run, right, and on any carry is a threat to score. All right, I'm, I'm just going to continue. <laughs> this is what I'm getting out of James Cook. Rare acceleration. I see that in and outside um, of tackles. Has enough strength to get yards after. That is something that Dalvin Cook has. I'm not sure if James Cook has that. That's after contact. Excellent vision. Yes, I, I, I can, I can cross-reference that. Absolutely. Great feet. Yes. Cutting ability. Cutting ability. Yes. Good build and size. Yes. Finishes runs well. Yes. Burst of the hole. Absolutely. Has great straight line speed to pull away. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shiftiness. Will juke defenders. Absolutely. Rare receiving ability. <laughs> Let's pause there. 
When was the last time the Buffalo Bills had a guy who legitimately, I'm not saying sort of, kind of, legitimately helped get the Bills over the top with his receiving ability? I'm going to say most recently Shady McCoy. But overall, the stellar ability, Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Fred Jackson had his moments, right? But that's that's typically not a guy you want to put outside to make a play, um, passing him the football. That's a guy you want to see inside of the tackles. Hell, imagine a guy like Fred Jackson and James Cook. That's scary. Now, we still might get this out of the running back room. Don't get me wrong. But and we're going to get to that. But this receiving ability that James Cook has is... I think by far the best in this receiving class and in, in this running back class of this of this year. He lines up outside inside and basically does whatever he wants with the defender. He'll beat him with speed deep, he'll cut back in on a drag route, curl route, you name it. Moving on. Willing blocker in blitz pickup has potential to be very good. That's something that was out of Dalvin Cook's draft profile, but I'm going to say this. I don't really see that out of James Cook, and that for me is a worry. I'm worried about that. Okay? I am not sure in the NFL level. That's Look, in college, you have your moments, but if you're not known for that, you're probably not going to do very well at that at the next level in the NFL. Let's just be honest. Um, Devin Singletary is not afraid of anyone. (laughs) And if you're talking about having a guy who can chip someone and then get open, that's where Devin Singletary right now has the entire running back room beat. He can chip someone. (laughs) That dude can take contact. He can run anyone over. You saw him do that to Dante Hightower. (laughs) While carrying a man on his back. Okay. This is something that I think could provide the Bills' intentions on making this a two back room with Devin Singletary and James Cook for the purpose of passing downs and the blitz packages are coming, right? And they trust Devin more. That's something to think about. Has a nose for the red zone. Absolutely. Wears down defenses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent knee bend. Yes. Runs behind his pads. Yes. Runs well in the second half. Yes. Good fit for a zone blocking system. I'm up in the air. Perfect fit for man blocking system. I would say yes. And plays injured. Not necessarily. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of up in the air about this plays injured thing because of the way I think money is a factor in the NFL. I'm not going to just go ahead and say, yeah, he's going to play through injury. We don't know. For all we know, he's low-key a prima donna. We haven't seen it yet. And the minute he gets tweaked, his agent whispers in his ear, talks to the team doctor. They start talking to each other. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. You know what? Let's uh, limit your playing time this year and see what happens. Solid character, right? 
solid character for me is I'm 50-50. I am hoping that it's there. You know, I, I think, you know, with a guy like Dalvin Cook as his brother to mentor him, I think it's there. I think there still needs to be some development there. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it, this guy has a wild card factor to him that I love. When's the last time the Buffalo Bills have been this excited for a running back? <laughs> uh, drafting, excuse me, drafting a running back. I'm going to say C.J. Spiller. We thought he was a home run. I had his moments, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Now, those are the strengths. Some weaknesses, I'm going to run through these. I'm not going to go too crazy with the weaknesses here. This is of Dalvin Cook. Look, I'm trying to take DNA of a player who's been successful in his bloodline <laughs> most recently in the NFL. Weaknesses, ball security, must cut down on fumbles. His power and yards after contact will probably diminish in the NFL. That's something I'm, um, you know, I believe in. Teams worry about off-field trouble stemming from his friends and entourage. So, <laughs> they're brothers. Um, you saw him walk up in there, uh, you know, one of the Buffalo Bills interviews he did. And you saw, I know many of you did, the interview, that he was iced out, man. I got nothing wrong with it. Nothing against it. Some guys tend to get that too quick, and that can affect the way they approach the game. Do I believe, especially him being a bulldog, coming out of that team with so much pride, that he is going to be that guy? No. I do not. What I am going to say is there are things that I guarantee this team is looking at, and they're saying, you know what? He's obviously not a finished product, but we can fit him in the system and figure out how he can help us. God knows the Bills need help in this room. Is Devin Singletary the problem? Let's talk about this, okay? Let's just freaking talk about it and get it out in the open, the elephant in the room. No. Devin Singletary is not the problem. In this running back room. It's the inconsistency overall from it. Zach Moss has barely gotten any playtime since he's been in Buffalo to support Devin Singletary and the running back room to have consistency out of that position. I'd be frustrated as hell too if I'm Brian Dable trying to get the running game going and we can't keep him healthy. And then we're blaming the offensive line, and it's going back and forth, and then finally things stabilize, and we're like, okay, <laughs> see, Devin Singletary wasn't the problem. We just had to figure out the offensive line. Okay, well, it's kind of hard to block for a room or a position group that, quite frankly, is very inconsistent in their availability. So that, that affects the game plan, people. Availability? Is your best ability in the NFL? We all know that. They don't play over 80 games like they do in the NBA, like, like they do in the NHL, like they do 
in Major League Baseball, you get six, you get 17 games or you're out of the playoffs. <laughs> Every single man on the 53-man roster matters. If you make it, you need to stay there. Otherwise, you're most likely looking at a replacement in the near future. This is where I agree that Devin Singletary has gotten a bad rep. I think Devin Singletary is an awesome running back. Do I think that he is a bell cow? No. We never believed. No one believed. Not even Sean McDermott believed. We needed a bell cow. It'd be nice to have one. But at least while the Bills are clearly in their Super Bowl window, who gives a damn about a bell cow? How about a position group that just gets the job done and does it well? Honestly. Duke Johnson's in there now, right? You got James Cook. It sucks to say this, that now, because of the way it has transpired, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are now put on notice. I hate that we are sitting here saying this, but it is the truth, and I have to accept it. I have been an advocate of what Singletary brings to the offense. But I am not going to sit here and lie and say he's a bell cow, nor am I going to believe that Sean McDermott wants one. He does not. Neither does Brandon Bean. They don't last very long. Most of the best running backs in the league are typically getting hurt too. Notice how I didn't even have Derrick Henry in the top six. <laughs> Derrick Henry's in the league of his own. Okay? He was, and, and this was also based off of last year. Derrick Henry's going into another year, and they ran him into the ground, broke his foot in half. <laughs> like, he is the Tennessee Titans. And his career is most likely going to dwindle within the next two years because of that injury. I truly believe that. Running backs do not last like that. If Tennessee wanted to win a championship, they needed, they absolutely needed to win it this year or the year before. That was their window, and they screwed it up. But again, it's because of what Derrick Henry brings to the table. <clears throat> With what the Bills have going on, I'm going to say that this is looking like it's going to end up Devin Singletary, James Cook, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it, Zach Moss. Everyone else is going to be released or nixed out of the lineup. I, I I don't see them. I don't see them making the roster. Taiwan Jones is an exception. He's obviously a special teams guy. Um, this this is a huge year for this position group. Like, if this room doesn't figure it out, doesn't let their pride down, and like I don't I don't know. Look, I, I don't know what Brian Dable was preaching. 
I also don't know what Ken Dorsey is preaching. What I do understand, though, is Ken Dorsey is super excited. We're going to get into the wide receiver room um, next week. He is super excited for this opportunity to showcase everything he's learned in his career to take this opportunity head on. He had a chance to be an offensive coordinator elsewhere, and he chose Buffalo. Let's just be honest, right? Like, why would you leave Josh Allen? Josh Allen is literally going to propel you within the next two years into a head coach position. Maybe even next year if he wins MVP. And look, Ken Dorsey has an opportunity now to literally set the NFL ablaze with the Bills offense. James Cook, in my opinion, has the potential, the potential now, to become a bell cow. That is something that, if can be developed this year, will be huge for the offense. Especially on how they approach the next decade of Bills football. We all all know and love the 90s Bills. We don't just have to talk about the 90s Bills, though. We can talk about other teams, even most recently, that had a guy at that position group that just fit the way the offense played. Pittsburgh had a guy. New England had always had a guy. Philip Rivers had a guy. We all know LT. <laughs> Peyton Manning had a guy. Several. Drew Brees, most recently. This is a this is a group that has been very frustrating as Bills fans for us to watch and try to figure out. Personally, a lot of us. I, I thought last year was Zach Moss's year. I was like, this is it. You know, he got injured, whatever. He's going to come back. He's going to be strong. He's going to be ready to go. And it just went kaput. Went nowhere for him. Um, It was just very hard to watch. It was so hard to watch that group fail to execute until later in the year. They figured, they started to figure it out. But... You know, if James Cook can seize this opportunity, you know, I'm not opposed. Look, I'm not opposed to having Devin Singletary and Zach Moss succeed in Buffalo. I really am not. It's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that this competition in this room is very healthy for it, and it was very needed. Now, this is also going to look very bad or very good on Brandon Bean, on how high he has been drafting year after year at this position. I mean, you got to admit. You got to admit. Now someone's got to go, right? I already told you, I got Zach Moss, I got Devin Singletary, and I got James Cook in this room. I don't think they want to give up on Zach Moss. If Zach Moss can polish up his game, stay healthy, he is extremely dangerous. If the Buffalo Bills offensive line plays physical, which I think they really will, they really will this year. And 
opens up, you know, the holes for Devin Singletary. It's it's going to be insane. And if you just run a couple zone reads, read options, pitch plays to James Cook, he gets outside, get him going, put him in the pass game. Like <laughs> that group is going to be so versatile and amazing for this offense, especially with the loss of Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders. This is a huge year for this position group. And I'm rooting for him. <laughs> I don't want nobody kicked off of this roster, but the day is coming. Right? And, and it's coming close. You know, but I'm super excited. You know, James Cook is a stud. And this is an opportunity for him to literally... <laughs> he, has, he, has, he has an opportunity to win a Super Bowl this year in the first year of his career. If he shows up, he shows out, he'll be in Buffalo for the next decade. I have high hopes for him. The DNA is there. We just spoke about it. For over 15 minutes, we talked about Dalvin Cook. A ton of similarities. Here's the kicker. James Cook says he's better than him. <laughs> I love it. I love the confidence, you know, and again, he, he's either completely amazing or completely a bust. There's no in between this guy. Look at his tape. It's amazing. And you're going to say this and that, oh, you know, well, he had the best offensive line in the NFL, like in, in college football. You know what? Whatever, man. At the end of the day, if a player is good, he's good. Doesn't matter if his offensive line is great or bad. He has two years to prove it in the NFL. That's where I stand. That's where I stand with this running back room. And um, guys, I hope you're as excited as I am. You know, there there is a lot to look forward to. We're going to break down the wide receiver. We're going to break down the offensive line. We are going to get into it <laughs> um, throughout the rest of this offseason. Uh, and, you know, I'm super excited for the future. And uh, look, fact is, the Buffalo Bills did a great job in this draft. There's, there's a ton to break down. And as other podcasts on this channel, on Buffalo Rumblings, have been getting into, uh, it, it's a lot to unpack. And it takes time. So um, thank you for being patient with me, listening to me on Buff Hub, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Steve Vega, and to all the veterans and all the first responders out there, I salute you. Thank you so much for what you do for our communities and our country. Um, I am one of you, and I'm super thankful and proud to do it. You know, it's cool. Um, I enjoy uh, what my job is and, uh, you know, the people I work with, you know, what we do. You know, it's very interesting. And wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, again, thank you for listening. And go Bills. <laughs>